Welcome to the Womlex Show, episode number 40, presented to you by Spryker Systems, Debt Agency and Bright Payments. Today our guest is Sebastian Baum from Rose Bikes. Rose Bikes is one of the most successful manufacturers of bikes in Central Europe with over 100 million revenue and a very, very progressive sales strategy, especially when it, com when it comes to online. They are also user of Spryker Systems technology. And today the moderator is Chris Rausch, the Spryker Chief Customer Officer. And Sebastian and Chris are talking about the business model of Rosa Bikes, how they develop bikes, what role IT is playing in this kind of business and where the business is going in terms of bike development and IT and what the whole IT org looks like today at a modern bike manufacturer like Rosa Bikes. Um, hi, Seb. Great, great to see you today. Uh, I, I hear the bike industry is booming right now. Um, great that you found some time for this discussion today. Uh, you a bit stressed and overworked at the moment? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not really. Not really. Yeah, you're right. It's booming. Um, <laughs> damn. Um, yeah, of course, there's a lot to do, but I'm now looking forward to our session here. Thank you for having me here. And yeah. Let's start. Great. I found the time. That's, that's great, Seb. T tell us a bit more about yourself and your role at, uh, at Rosa Bikes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Director for User Experience and Customer Intelligence at Rosa Bikes, and I'm responsible for improving our customer experiences at digital touch points and to use data to understand our customers more, more better and uh, using data to uh, yeah, improve user experience and get it more convenient. That's, uh, yeah, these are my main tasks here at Rosa Bikes. Yeah. So um, tell me about more about the Rosa Bikes business. Yeah. On the one hand, we are uh, a bike brand, a premium sports bike brand and manufacturer for premium bikes. And on the other hand, we are retailer for bike clothing, bike parts, bike accessory, And yeah, uh, with a strong own brand as well. And um, to have always the best price, uh, price performance ratio, I would say that's one of our brand calls. And um, to have best product qualities, best prices in all segments. And um, we serve many, many markets across Europe with our or by our online platform. And in Germany and Switzerland, actually, we run five stores, I would say, that are seamlessly connected to our online platform. And um, in the latest time, uh, I, have to um, I have to mention uh, that we are becoming more and more some kind of connector. We are connecting brands with over 50 million people, uh, customers, visitors in this year, for instance. And... Mm -hmm. um, For this, we offer special services. That's something new here at Rosa Bikes. And we, we, we want that our brand partners can set up their customer relation in a, in a quite performant and best way and accompany their customers on our platform. And yeah, I've forgotten. We are based in Bocholt and Essen. And we can uh, look back on uh, quite huge history uh, of 113 years. Yeah. And that's um, amazing. That's yeah, <laughs> that's a bit of time, and but that doesn't mean that we are um, yeah slow or old dinosaur in the market. We're fast moving. 
And, and it's great. Having been around for 113 years, uh, you know, what role does online and digital play in your business today? How, how, you know, how did you get there? Mm. Um, yeah, it has become uh, quite important driver quite early for us because in the 1980s, we started mail order business. And because of this, we were experienced in distance selling. So um, we started in 1997 with e-commerce, I guess. Um, this was quite early and quite important for us to take this chance quite early at an early stage because of our experiences in mail order selling. And um, today we generate about 80% of sales online. Um, and if we take a look at the latest data, you can see that we uh, have grown um, up to 100% in the last month online. Wow. And um, digital and online is also quite important for brick and mortar stores. Um, and for a stationary business, um, we try to adapt our yeah, online uh, success, success factors like uh, competitive prices or digitally integrated services to our stores. And um, I would say that Today, we are an online-first company, an online-first multi-channel company. That would be, yeah, that's the br- right that's name brilliant. for it. And so, so tell me a bit more about your customers. Um, you know, what kind of segments do you tackle? Is it, is it, the, um, is it the bike enthusiast? T- tell me a bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, that's not so easy to answer because, okay, let me start. Let me start uh, some some years ago in the past. Um, originally, we were focused on racing cyclists, and sports has always been, uh, yeah, one of our brand cores. Um, but our clientele has become very broad in the last decade, I would say. So today, we are serving um, we are serving even more lifestyle customers, and we have. Um, improved our assortments and user experience to serve them. But this is also a quite big challenge for us because of this. We have to do, we have to deal with a lot, yeah, different knowledge levels uh, when we are advising our customers and trying to find the right product for them. That's a tough job. Uh, but in the end, uh, and that's something quite recognizable here at Rosabikes, I would say. Um, we are very, very proud and thankful that we can deal every day with such passionate customers. Uh, they have such a great passion for our products. And yeah, this is something that helps you to uh, come out of your bed every morning and that motivates us every day. Yeah, therefore, we are very thankful, I would say. And I suppose in an online um, with 80% of your sales being online, what are some of the main challenges when you think about customer experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the end, it's uh, always about convenience, I would say. So um, we want to create the best one-stop uh, shopping experience for our customers. That's for sure. And have the best one-stop shopping experience in the bike industry. But um, if we check, if we have a look at, at uh, the e-commerce industry or e-commerce market, we still have quite similar ground functionalities like, you know, it, filter bars, mm-hmm. uh, uh, search bars, drop downs, stuff like this. The customer has always to push a huge amount of 
of, of buttons. It's always about clicking around <laughs> and pushing buttons. And we think that's not that convenient or will be not that convenient in the future. And we have to change it. So we try to keep this more and more away from our customers. And why should they keep pushing buttons? We, we try to push the buttons for them in the background automatically so they can be focused on the main goals and main goals like um, discovering new products and get in touch with our products and yeah, discover them. For this, um, to reach this point, we have to understand how customers are behaving and why they are behaving in that way. And um, yeah, I think the everyday uh, challenge for us that everyone in e-commerce or in every business has to keep in mind is uh, we all should remember that it's not the HR department or the finance that pays you as well. It's the customer. <laughs> and that's quite Absolutely. important for every one of us. Yeah. And absolutely. And with that focus on customer experience and you're making it a, a um, reducing those clicks and making it convenient, what, what's your process behind delivering solutions to those customers? Mm. Yeah, um, I think it's crucial that we when we deliver when we try to deliver customer happiness, uh, we have to make sure in our mindset that it's not yeah, a project, a project that has a starting point and an end point. I think it's a never-ending uh, process, for sure. That's quite important to, to recognize. To get direction into this, it's quite important to have a strong vision, a strong vision of your digital product, how it should operate with the customer, how it should serve the customer. And um, we try to think of the stuff, what have we do today for tomorrow? And what have we do today for tomorrow and after, that's quite important to have, keep this in mind when we proceed uh, developing new features. And we always try and want to understand uh, what are the main drivers of, of success. Therefore, we uh, proceed by uh, quantitative and qualitative research, for instance. Uh, we try to keep um, to check what are users doing today mm -hmm. and why do they behave in that way they do behave. That's quite important to have the what and the why at the same time. And it's also important to look back and to look to left and right and to ask questions. For example, uh, what have we done in the past? Do we, did we have some, some feature like that uh, we are thinking about? How did they perform? What can we learn from our market? What can we learn from our market companions? What can we learn from other players outside of our industry? And um, based on that, uh, I would say we start pointing out our what-ifs, uh, generating our ideas and, um, yeah, have creation on it. And, of course, uh, we write some lines of code, I would say. And mm -hmm. during this, we try frequently to collaborate with our customers to check to, to check early if they accept our solutions we try to build up for them. And um, that's why um, we believe here at Rosebikes, um, nearly, yeah, it's about in every, every department, it's about test, learn, and build bigger. That's quite important to us. And it's about fast decision-making. And we try to go out with our new services or features as fast as possible to check it in reality under real mm -hmm. conditions. And then we'll, it's 
it's the time of fast learnings in the first place. And then we proceed and set up new experiments for new learnings to get more deeper insights and uh, yeah, even improve the solution and get it more bigger. Yeah. That's brilliant. And I love that test, learn and build bigger. Uh, and you talk okay. about new experiments. Are you able to share with us some specifics of specific things you've put online recently to improve the customer experience? Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Um, in the last few weeks, I would say there was a lot, a lot of stuff uh, we've tested. Uh, we had many, many pilots of different things. For example, we had a new... Uh, video bike advice uh, from out of our stores, uh, for example, here in Bochort. And mm-hmm. um, that was quite, uh, the first attempt was quite successful because um, nearly 75%, I guess, of customers that had an advice, a video advice, could be convinced to buy a bike at Rosa Bikes. I think that's a quite successful KPI on it. It's a good conversion, now- right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> conversion rate, I would say, as well. And um, uh, beside this, we started a, a home service called mm-hmm. Rosa at Home. So uh, customers could make an appointment with um, a bike uh, specialist at Rosa Bikes. And he came to you, came to your home with uh, three or four bike models uh, that could fit to you. And you had advice uh, at your front door at home. Yeah. Um, socially distanced, of course. Yeah, socially distanced <laughs> because of Corona, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there were another another big thing, I guess, was uh, the launch of some new bike products uh, in a new design language. And um, we had uh, live sessions on uh, Instagram where we uh, launched the bikes and we connected to some athletes. They had, um, yeah, they made some tricks and flipped the bike uh, live in the session. And this um, we, we accompanied by new launch pages for these bikes. And these launch pages had a new level of product staging. And so we could see that the traffic, while um, we did the live sessions on Instagram, uh, we had on Instagram, I guess, yeah, about 1,300 viewers at the same time, at the peak. And um, the traffic on our platform was highly increased. And um, during the, the, the following days, we could see that, um, yeah, um, the the initial sales of the new bikes were tremendously high from the first point. So uh, it was quite successful. And um, yeah, we had some other stuff um, in the connector part, I would say. We had some some new retail media options for brand partners um, so that they can get more deeper in touch with their customers on our platform. Uh, Also with great KPIs and... um, yeah, and we had the starting point of a new design system we're going to roll out now step-by-step step, continuously. Um was even a, a great moment for us. Beside all this digital stuff, we had um, yeah, some, some, uh, some new store openings. We opened uh, a new store next to Zurich at the uh, lakeside mm-hmm. of Zurich. Um, started uh, as well very, very well. And another collaborative pop-up store format in the office of a traditional travel agency downtown Münster that's uh, the capital of uh, cycling in western Germany I would say 
So these were two other projects or other um, outputs we could generate in the last few weeks, yeah. There's some fantastic examples of how you're reaching customers and converting them. Um, really great to, to hear, hear those stories. Can you say a bit more about what's in your backlog, what's in your pipeline going forward? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Um, uh, what's in our backlog? Um, for example, um, we try to, to, to bring more transparency to our customers. Uh, we try to, to get our relationship deeper with our customers. And therefore, we try to, yeah, to make your, to make rosabikes.de, for, for instance, more your own rosabikes.de. And therefore, we have to, for this, we have to, um, to improve our customer account sections, for, for instance. Another big point is to use more or to bring more automation, automation live. Um, even in the case of customer support, we want to provide more information more information to our customers more directly so that they don't have to talk to um, a customer support member for easy questions or for frequently asked uh, questions so that our service teams can have more time for the hard cases, I would say, that uh, to, uh, take more personal advice so that there's more time for them to to go deeper with the customer. Yeah, we also will reorganize our product uh, staging, even in the bike assortment. Um, we try to yeah keep it more accessible for the dif different customer segments I've mentioned. And um, for this, we have we create many, many more entry points to our bike assortments. Like uh, there will be a bike advisor, for example, a digital bike advisor. There will be many, many, many more video content on it that's advising you while choosing the right bike for you. And yeah, I would say video content and yeah, even live distributed content are some things we, we will work in the future uh, on. There will be a lot of uh, work, a bunch of work um, about this because I think that our customers will accept this from us in the future to have a more convenient way to explore new products and the video format and even live formats do this very, very well. And we try to raise this up. And um, yeah, and in the backlog for us, for our teams as well, uh, I would say that, yeah, we will launch some new Spryker features um, that will make sure that our teams in the EBIS uh, can uh, easily or have more freedom to launch new campaigns, to have more freedom to launch new experiences for our customers on our platform. Yeah, that's that's the main stuff we're going to work yes. on in the last few, uh, in, the, in the next few months, I would say. That's great. And, and it's fascinating listening because this conversation is a lot about data and about technology, about channels. And, and I'm curious to know what role technology plays in, in your organization. And even would you describe Rosa Bikes as a technology company uh, <laughs> or, or a bike company? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, hard question. <laughs> um, so one thing is for sure, I guess, um, we have – we have very, very great developers here at Rosa Bikes in our uh, IT uh, teams and in combinated teams with IT and user experience. Um, all our new developments on our platform come from them. 
Um, but perhaps it's uh, uh, a little bit too presumptuous to call us a technology company, I would say. But there's something that's clear to us. I think it's clear to us that technology isn't just the, the stuff the guys in the IT department are dealing with every day. We all have to be aware of technology here at Rosabikes, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, if we if we take a look uh, at a at a designer for for instance, uh, a designer cannot keep out all the opportunities, the, the the possibilities of technology when he thinks about new solutions for our customers. It has to be yeah, his understanding of technology is is quite crucial for him. Like like uh, wireframing the next user flow, I would say. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, in the end, this doesn't mean that everyone has has to code or has to become a developer here at Rosabike, that's for sure. But um, I would say it's more more about a mindset. It's, it's a mindset. And um, when we think about this spe- uh, spe- spe- special mindset, I would say it's about keeping us flexible, and that comes with technology. That comes even with 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 the Spryker solution, the, the the setup of the Spryker framework, to to have more flexibility to react in a fast way on fast changing market conditions, on fast changing consumer behaviors. And yeah, I think we have another thing when we think about our mindset is. Um, we don't want um, we don't have to build everything on our own if we want to proceed fast. That's for sure. We want to be the best integrator because if there are proven services, it would be kind of stupid not to take them to proceed faster. For example, if you have a look at um, the bike or uh, the bike, the car industry, for example, every brand has its own navigation system every brand <laughs> navigation system uh, own navigation interface and chris let me ask you who has the best navigation interface it's it's sure as heck not bmw because because i drive a bmw but i, I it's iphone <laughs> it's got to be the iphone <laughs> i put okay, my iphone yeah. in front of my bmw navigator to make sure i can navigate and find my find my my destination okay great um <laughs> I think, yeah, I would, I would suppose it's it's Apple and Google, and we want mm-hmm. to learn from this. Um, we would, we don't want to make the same failure. These brands, uh, it took a long time for these brands to recognize that they have to connect with Apple CarPlay, for example, and they mm-hmm. tried to push their own solutions further. And we don't want the same failure. And because of this, we try to to integrate proven by the market proven services to our IT structures and use them, yeah. And to integrate a lot of, of, of stuff, it's quite important to be very, very open and to have an open mindset to do this and not to think that you can do everything on your own better. That's something you have to recognize and keep mm-hmm. in mind every day. And so, therefore, we try to be very, very open. And that's, I think, an important point where... Um, how should I say, how, uh, an, an important point where um, culture and technology aligns at Rosabikes. That's a great transition to my next question, because we've talked a lot about technology, we talked about innovation, but what characteristics of your culture and your organization at Rosabikes, what are those characteristics? Mm-hmm. 
I think basically it's about openness. It's about flexibility and the will uh, to change every day for delivering the customer happiness, I would say. Therefore, it's important to 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 have this will. And um, yeah, I think that's something that lies deep, that comes deep from our history because Rosa Bikes has already uh, transformed itself and reinvented itself some few times during his history and uh, at rose bikes we benefit from yeah um from a good mix of skills and talents that makes us quite special even in the bike industry i would say because we have great people that have yeah a scientific understanding of bikes of the whole bike market the bike industry for example torsten one of our ceos or anno our brand um, and product director and his teams And we have, yeah, even a broad tech understanding and knowledge about how to scale IT infrastructures by Daniel, our IT director in person, and um, also his teams. And that's something that makes us quite powerful because we we put the best people you can get together in the best interdisciplinary teams and try to connect these skills here at Rosa Bikes even if these people are coming from the bike sector or if they're coming from the technology sector, we try to connect these in, in teams and that makes us powerful, I would say. And um, this, yeah, we, we, we support it with um, setup of interdisciplinary teamwork and yeah, trying to, to, to breaking up the traditional silos and, to have more small teams that can work interdisciplinary and proceed in a fast way and keep things done, uh, keep, yeah, keep pushing things forward on themselves, on themselves and keep uh, their job done on themselves so that there's more decentralized, uh, more decentralized uh, operation. So um, what's quite Yeah, important to our culture as well is that we are strongly growing. And that's something you will recognize here. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, a positive feeling. And there are many new people coming up here at Rosabikes. For example, we have already newly employed, I would say, 100 employees, uh, around wow. 100 employees in this year. And that for us, for our size of corporation, it's a quite huge amount of new employees here and that brings yeah uh, challenges with special itself. power yeah that brings yeah. A, a special dynamic to to us here yeah you, you mentioned openness um as a key part of your culture in you know the bike industry ferociously competitive so so how are, are you even open to your competitors in your industry <laughs> yeah um We believe in networking, yeah. Uh, networking plays an important role for us. And um, for example, Marcus, one of our other CEOs, he connects us with a lot of players outside our uh, industry and within our industry. And so if there are um, market companions that want to know something about us, how do you work on customer experience, for example? Um, hey, Let's have exchange. Here we are. We are open to this, and um, we don't understand us as a uh, an, an enemy of traditional bike retailers, for example, because we are all working on the same mission. I guess we all have the same mission. It's about digitizing 
um, the, the, the bike industry. It's about digitizing a society by launching new mobility concepts that come with bikes. So we all have yeah, quite the same challenge, I would say. And so because of this, exchange is quite important for us. And yeah, to summarize it all, I would say we are open in every direction. And yeah, that's something you will surely um, notice when you when you come to our office here at Rosebikes. Yeah. I haven't had the pleasure of coming to your office. Um, and I, I'll be, I, we've talked a lot about the culture and the feeling. I, I would be fascinated to to get a sense of what it feels like to work at Rosa Bikes and, and what, what you see when you come to a Rosa Bikes office or a, a premises. What, what, tell me more yeah. about that. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, for yeah, you would see a lot of bike stuff, as you can see in my background. <laughs> that's not uh, just a picture, though. That's a real bike. Uh, that's a trail bike. Uh, that's a new Root Miller, one of the mm -hmm. new, mountain, new mountain bikes. Uh, it's even my bike. And, uh, yeah, it's... A great bike i like it very very much um yeah you will see a lot of bike stuff that's quite sure i guess but um many of our employees are um like our customers cyclists as well so that's something um that do you have to sure be a cyclist that... do you have to be a cyclist to join do you have to no be... no 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 you don't you don't <laughs> have have to be a cyclist uh, because um, no, 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 that's not necessary for new employees, I would say. But uh, in the end, I would say it takes a few weeks and we will infect you by the, the passion <laughs> everyone here at Rosebikes has for products and, yeah, for cycling. And it uh, doesn't matter which segment you like, if it's road bike or mountain biking or whatever. Um, but um, I would say our – and that's quite recognizable when you come here uh, – we have the same passion for our products like our customers because we are many, many people here at Rosebikes are cyclists as well. And because of this, we can easily connect with our customers. We can easily understand them because we have the same points in mind and we have this, the same point of view on our products and we can, can yeah, build up more empathy for them in everyday business. And that's something you will recognize. And this always has to do with passion, uh, I guess. And um, you will you will notice this when you when you doesn't matter if you come to our headquarter here at, at uh, Rosa Bikes in Bocholt, if you come to our office at Rosa Digital in Essen downtown, or if you move to a store, um, this you will, will definitely notice. Another quite important thing I would say is the family feeling here at Rosa Bikes, uh, because Rosa, how you say it in German, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. is still a German family name. And, um, yeah, next office to me, they're sitting uh, Thorsten Rose, for example, Heckert Rose, for example. Um, so we are here uh, proud to and be And they're part, part of the Rosa family from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. So we, we are very, very proud to be part, to can be part of this family. And this is, yeah, some kind of movement. And it's some kind of, yeah, personal Personally, personal relations, that is quite important for us. And yeah, as I mentioned um, already, for us, it's about fast learnings. And uh, fast learnings bring up some great new spaces of chances for our customers, uh, for our employees with it. And I think that's uh, very special and you can recognize it 
as well, because everywhere you go, there are different people that are working interdisciplinary at a high pace with a positive uh, feeling. And yeah, that's quite influencing, I would say. And yeah. And I'm definitely, you know, talking to you, I can really feel and hear that passion and the way you talk about the organization. And you talked about the test, learn, build bigger. You know, as we as we wrap up this this conversation, what are you what are your key learnings from the journey you've been on um, at Rosa Bikes? Mm. So I would say um, it's very important to have a, a clear vision of of your product. You don't you don't have to know how you will get there but you have to know what are the basic ingredients you will need for this for sure but the how you can get on the way i would say and um, we try to avoid and that's quite a a very important learning avoid um, three years plans i would say Mm -hmm. because the, the world is changing in a fast way and um you don't know how you can predict customer behavior tomorrow. So skip these plans. I would uh, also recommend um, to be keen on fast learning, of course. Speed is the mm-hmm. main driver, I would say, for success in e-commerce. And um, yeah, learn by getting in touch with your customers. That's something in, in other companies we don't see that often, um, that uh, they operate close to their customers and that's quite important so for instance skip your uh, desktop research from from time to time and get out there get into your store uh, have a talk with your customers or go by bike and meet some other customers um yeah and bring your your bring your talents into interdisciplinary teams small interdisciplinary teams and give them the chance to 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 have an impact by doing mm-hmm stuff on themselves to uh yeah give them empower them give them the power that's great and i think for me just to summarize that clear vision that learning fast that using your customers and 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 also about the way you organize yourself both from an introductory teams but also the culture seems so key to how rosa bikes has achieved what you have um it's been it's it's been an amazing uh story uh, and thank you for sharing it um, what, what's your now we've had this discussion? What's your plan? Uh, what's your plan next? What's next for you? <laughs> so uh, the next for me uh, after this talk, uh, yeah. Further on, I will be quite dissatisfied until we get all the stuff I've mentioned done. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I have to 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 keep in mind that it's a never-ending process, so I have to deal with it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. In the next moment, um, after our talk, I'm going to ride my bike, take my helmet and ride my bike and get outside. Have a Get some fresh air. Right, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much, uh, Sebastian, today for sharing uh, the Rosa Bike story. It's been really interesting um, and I'm sure our, our listeners will, will find it equally interesting. Great. Thank you. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for the session here and looking forward to see you personally. So, bye. I would I'll, say, I'll be I'll be coming over. Okay, great. Bike. I might not cycle there. Hey, of course, we'll have a ride. We'll have a ride here. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening to this podcast. I hope you know now where to buy your next bike. I totally can recommend it. I test drived a lot of Rosa bikes, and I'm still 
playing with a sort of buying a bike, although I don't have really the use case uh, here uh, because I have to drive with my car to the main station. Um, in the next episode, our guest is going to be Philippe, the founder and CEO of Mano Mano, one of the biggest do-it-yourself platforms in Europe with over 600 million in GMV in 2019. They collected over 100 million euro in new funding early this year, and he's telling his story and the Mano Mano story and has some very, very interesting insights in the DIY market. <laughs> 